the definition of rosy-colored lenses. We're going to tell you exactly what we mean as we discuss Battle Angel Alita this week on Shonen and Suds. Cody! Cody! Cody, we're back! We're back. We're back, not just on Shonen and Suds, but back from Florida, back from just nights upon night of just drinking and debauchery. Brother, what a trip. Yeah, what a trip, man. It really was like a blast. I wish, I, it's unfortunate because now we're in, we, we got the homie hangover, as you like to call it. Oh, brother, I am big time homie hangover. Yeah, it just feel it just it goes by so quick at these events because obviously we got to play cards for like fucking sixty percent of two of the days or you know whatever the case may be, and then you're like you're eating dinner and then you're drunk, and then you're passing out, and then you're waking up and doing it again, <laughs> and then next thing you know you're fucking flying to the airport, right? And you're on a plane back home, and then that's next it. thing you know you're you're stealing somebody's shoes, and you're uh, <laughs> you're on your way back home. That's right, Chris the oh, shoe brother. thief. Who would have thought? That's right. Oh man, who who'd have thought? Who'd have thought I would have uh, stooped so low to yoink a pair, a, a man's only pair of shoes, before he can make it to the airport? Ugh. You hate to what see the it. hell, brother. You hate to see it, but Chris, you, you know that's why we put our shoes in the garage, right? We, 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 uh, dude, I'm telling you, brother. Dude, Garage Gang, Garage Gang did it right. Like we we knew, brother. We knew what we were doing. That's right. And for those of you guys that weren't in the know or hadn't been listening in the last couple of weeks, we did go to Orlando for a Final Fantasy tournament. Our boy Chris here managed to squeak out second place, earning his invite yeah. to the national championship. So, uh, congrats right. to you. Unfortunately, we had to have the Shonen and Suds face off in top oh, sixteen. Brother, it was Shonen versus Suds in Top Cut, and you know what? I think no matter what would have happened in that match, it was an honor and a privilege. It was. It was. And, uh, I mean, it was just a blast, man. We got to go to Medieval Times. We did the Korean barbecue. We pounded out, like, fucking 16 bottles of soju and a tower of, was it Sapporo? Yeah. It was just... Sounds like you just made all the right dinner choices this this time. Yeah, I mean... what it sounds like to me. Yeah, I mean, we... Yeah, exactly. (laughs) No no fancy caviar butter on on the bread. (laughs) No, no caviar. (laughs) Uh, now that Caviar place, that, butter, what the <laughs> hell? Yeah, I knew I was in over my head when we showed up to that place. Oh. <laughs> like, I yeah. know you're not coming in wearing those shorts. Yeah, and then of course we had the Chili's two-for-one, and then Applebee's <sighs> stepped their game up and they had two-for-ones, Chris. It was... Dude, I think they were tired of just getting rocked by Chili's, and they were like, well, fuck it, if they can do it, so can we. Yeah, Florida is now the two-for-one state, so if you guys go to Florida and you buy yes, one drink... Are. You're going to get to, um, it's just an unwritten rule. It's not on the menus anywhere. You just walk into any business and you guys got two you're for one. Like, like, yeah, like, yeah, it's this, 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 and this. And you're like, yes, yeah, it's, I'll it's have that, please. A fucking hidden menu down there. Like, now I want to go to, like, it other is. restaurants. I want to, like, hey, guys, let's just eat at Texas Roadhouse tonight just to see. You know, just to find <laughs> out. <laughs> uh, are, your, uh, are your steaks two for one? They sure are. Yeah! Yeah. Like it's just wild. Um, but yeah, we had a great had a great time in Florida, um, and of course now we're back for some more Shonen and Suds. This is episode uh, shit. What episode is this? One forty four, I think, is where we're at. 
Brother, all these numbers just run together right now. Yeah, 144, I was right. Yeah, oh yeah. I love that. Love that, brother. But of course, I'm your host, Chris Adams. And I am Cody Snodgrass. And like we said, welcome back, fam. We are now back live and in color. But where to start? Where to start? This week we are covering Alita Battle, or Battle Angel Alita, I, I would say is the correct way to say it. But, um, yeah, we're just, uh, we just won something quick, something simple, um, before we came back. And, I mean, this movie was just that. Um, I mean, we're talking early 90s, it, um, but it was definitely, uh, boy, the dub was super questionable, wasn't it? I mean, the dub I I listened and I think we listened to the same one. There's multiple dubs uh-huh. of this. Um, I didn't hate the dub. I thought the voice acting and things were fine. Uh-huh. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about a certain battle scene where it sounds like they're just both characters are just having an an orgasm the entire fucking fight. Um, but outside uh-huh. of that, I didn't mind the dub. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I've seen I, I've seen the clips of the the subtitled version of it. Uh, Seemed a lot better, especially I, I actually watched that fight subbed uh, on a separate YouTube video because uh, this this we're gonna get to how this OVA how you can even watch this OVA which is uh, you either <laughs> you can't watch it legally really uh, unless you have like the DVD or the VHS somehow. Um, but I watched that fight back subbed and it was much better. There was no like oh, nice. constant screaming. The entire time. Brother, you would think they were just flicking each other's beans the way they're <laughs> hooting and screaming and hooting and hollering like they were. Like, they weren't even, like... <laughs> like, she's, like, running, dodging attacks and still just screaming. Ah, <laughs> oh, my God. Sploosh. Yeah. Like, Jesus. Um, but, yeah, I, I, didn't, I didn't mind the dub outside of that glaring problem. Um, uh-huh. I thought the voice acting was fine. Yeah. I mean, it's a it's a '90s dub that's probably been, you know, I'm sure it's gone through several different formats to make it to that oh, YouTube video. Like, so oh, I, you I know it, and I, so I'm not gonna hate on like the dubbing of it or how they're like the mouths didn't line up quite right with the sound. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's fine. Yeah, I, I, I watched it for free on YouTube for God's sake. It's fine. Yeah, and you know, I think I think it was fine. I think this movie just needed. More time in the oven, not maybe not not yeah. more not more time in the oven, more runtime. Like, yes, this movie needed another episode or another twenty minute, like another ten minutes on each part. Like, however you want to divvy it up, we need we just needed more time because Chris, this is the most breakneck speed we've moved at in a show that we've covered on this podcast. I think. Brother, they just are like, fuck it, here we go. Yeah, so like spoilers ahead if you guys haven't seen Battle Angel, um, Alita, Battle Angel, Alita, Battle Angel, the the animated one. If you haven't seen, it's technically an OVA as they call it. Um, if you haven't seen it, spoilers ahead. Um, but yeah, man, like it it was like he he finds the cyborg body. Now she's alive. Here's Hugo. Here's Hugo's dreams. All right. Here's here's a fight scene. All right. Here's more world building. All right. Here's this lady cheering from the up on the town that floats above. All right. Here's another fight scene. All right, movie's done. All right. Cool. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> like, you can't look away, Chris. And I, I think sometimes I, I throw, like, whatever we're watching on as I'm as I'm mm-hmm. going to sleep, and I'll usually just pause it whenever I know I'm going to pass out. 
brother, by the time you get comfortable in bed, it's over. <laughs> like the, the movie's over, yeah. Like, and you can't like I, I reached over to my mini fridge to grab something to drink, and, and I had missed like four plot points. I'm like, what the? You're f-? Like, I'm like how? <laughs> like, and I, even on like, you're like I'm one, thirsty. You're like, wait Roll a minute. Credits. You're like, wait a minute. Sheeran slept with the enemy. Hugo is the guy that's stealing the spines. Like. Huh? Like, how did I no miss? Like, all I did was grab a grab a Pepsi, and and now I'm, <laughs> I've missed half the plot. Like, this is a movie you you can't look away from for a second. Like, you get a text message, don't even bother. Like, don't. Yeah. Exactly. Phone, the phone's down for this one. Cause otherwise, you're gonna miss it. Um. But all in all, put the phone down. Just don't bother watching it. Yeah. Yeah. All in all, it was a fine, a fine flick. I just I just wish they got a little bit more time. Uh, mm-hmm. But of course, we'll get all we'll get into all of that, Chris. We got a little bit of news to talk about this week, and then we also have our our updated schedule that we're going to talk about as well. So, yes. uh, first things first in the news this week. Um, so the second week of Susan May being in the U.S. theaters earned another one point six seven uh, million dollars this weekend. Not too great in the box office. It's tenth place, and Chris, we. We actually looked before we started recording, and it seems like we're going to have to go see this thing before it gets pulled. Um, yeah, if we, if we want to see it in theaters, we have to strike while the iron's hot because it is about to uh, not be there anymore. Yeah, and I, and I think I, I don't think it's the film's fault in any way. I've heard nothing but great things about the film. Uh, I think it's just the theaters are packed right now with, obviously, Mario's the huge thing. Um yeah. You know, you got to see Evil Dead Rise. That's also up there. <laughs> and, Brother, and the, I forgot and the top 10 we had the even box gone office. to a movie this weekend. Like, you... It was just like, oh yeah, I forgot we went and saw that. Chris, there was there. It was just drinking and then other activities, and then you got like we probably averaged like three hours of sleep every night, and then Dude. it was just rinse and repeat. Like, <laughs> brother, I was the sleepiest boy when I got home. Oh yeah, I mean, I I planned to go out and work for a little bit after I got home. Now I I just fucking passed the fuck out. I was like, man, I hope Chris makes it home, man. <laughs> like, I sure did. Like, um, I was ready. I was ready to sleep. I actually I actually ended up pulling a little uh, a little maneuver. I just pulled into a Bucky's and just uh, crawled into the back seat with my pillow and blanket and just passed out for maybe uh maybe an hour. Like I got like a good little hour in that brother, and that uh, that hulked me up, and I was ready to get home. Love that, love that. Yeah, nothing wrong with a good car nap. When I'm out door dashing, man, I I take naps all the fucking time. Oh, dude, it's the best. <laughs> um, yeah. So, just to, I know we kind of veered off a little bit there. Uh, just an update. Instead of watching Alita's live action next week, we're gonna watch. We're gonna mm-hmm. go to the theaters, and we're gonna see Suzume. Um. And then, we'll, and then review- we'll come back and do the live action. Yeah, we'll review that. Then we'll do the live action of Alita. And then after that, it, we will be covering uh, the first and second part of My Hero Academia Season 6, because that is done dubbing. Can't wait. Yeah, very it excited is. about that. I've been fucking... I haven't seen any spoilers for a long time, but it was tough to dodge them for a little bit there. Um, oh, for sure. I- I've definitely seen some clips of some certain fights. Um, but I- yeah. I'm-, I'm excited to see, like... You know the whole story unfold because it's it feels like it's been a while since we've watched my hero like since the I know I think it was since the uh, World Heroes mission I believe yeah well uh, the OVAs oh the OVA the, OVA. the baseball OVA. yeah 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 I forgot about those too yeah, that was the last time we watched anything any uh, my hero 
Yeah, it's been it's been a minute. It's been too long. Um, Indeed, we're ready to remedy that for sure. Yeah, so that'll be our schedule going forward. We'll do uh, for the next four weeks. It'll be Suzume, Alita Battle Angel live action, and then My Hero Season 6. Um, yeah, Suzume is also ending its six-month run in Japan. Um, mm-hmm. which Had a hell of a run. Yeah, oh, yeah. I, I, and, I mean, just because it's only going to last three weeks here in the U.S. doesn't mean it's not a fantastic movie. Um, yeah. It just came out at a, at a poor time. <laughs> Unfortunately, it is definitely certified banger status. That's for sure. Yeah, and I'm I'm really excited to see that. Um, not only that, Chris, I, I turned on Funimation just to just to find something to watch the other night, and I saw that the uh-huh. Demon Slayer uh, Swordsmith Village arc is now airing. So wonderful! When uh, by the time this is recorded and out, um, there's three episodes out now. Um, I didn't watch any of it. I think the first episode is what I actually saw in theaters. Yeah. Um, yeah, up to three episodes on the Swordsmith Village arc. Obviously, we'll wait until it's fully dubbed to cover it on the podcast, but mm-hmm. if anybody's interested in watching that, I'm sure you, if you're invested, you're already watching that. Um, but exactly. I didn't even realize it was already airing. So uh. Yeah, like I remember we had talked about it for a while, saying, oh, so it's coming out this date, coming out this date. And it just, honestly, brother, it just kind of slipped through the cracks. Yeah, after I went and saw the, the quote-unquote movie, right, mm-hmm. um, I just I just kind of put it in the back of my mind like oh it, I mean I mean I, now I'm to the point where I don't I can wait on most anime unless it's like Attack on Titan or something. Yep. Uh, I can wait until it's fully dubbed to go or to check it out. So um, Netflix diet man like I I want it I want it all in the language I want and I want to watch it all at once. That's true, man. <laughs> Streaming services have changed the way we live. Um, Dude, I'm telling. Like I said, I am on that. I am permanently on the Netflix diet. 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 That is right. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much all the news this week. That's our schedule. Um, not a, not a whole lot of stuff to talk about, but that's okay because we got we got a movie to talk about. Yeah. Let's go ahead and just dive right in to Alita: Battle Angel. And Cody, I believe this movie is from like 1989. Um, I think that might be when the manga came out. Uh-huh. Looks like 93. 93 was 93, the okay. Oh my god, Chris. Oh my god. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold what? On. Chris, we can't, we're not all shown in here, are we? Holy shit, brother. Oh my god. What the? I You know, I, I feel like <laughs> drinking has just become second nature these last couple weeks that I forgot to make, make the, all the pomp and circumstance of it, brother. So, Cody. Cody, 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 Cody. We have to, we are pumping the brakes. We do not go another fucking inch until we tell the world what you're drinking. Well, that's a good one. That was quality was, crack. Oh my god, it smells fucking fantastic. Chris, I'm running it back. I got a nice Mountain Dew hard soda live wire edition. Maybe. Um, actually picked this up. See, I, th- I think I did a Baja Blast last week. Did? Was it a Baja Blast last week? I think I picked this up when I got that. It was either that. I'm pretty sure it was. It's either that. I, Chris, I'll, we, we've done a lot of podcasting this week because we did, we did the episode of the RVA Returners, and now we're here. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the drinking just never stopped. You know, we, th- we think we come back from Florida and calm it down a little bit, but no, we are just full-blown. We are all and on the media, the media tour. That's right, the media tour. <laughs> The Garage Gang Media Tour is exactly. what we've been on. Exactly. Um, 
yeah, I, I have a nice Mountain Dew hard soda live wire edition. Um, let me let me grab a swig of this, Chris, because I'm a little oh, parched. You are. You sound parched. Oh man. Oh man. Brother. It's so good. It's so good. They mm-hmm. they need to get this in the party back immediately. Um, just fantastic. But I'm enjoying a nice orange live wire Mountain Dew, Chris. What about you? What do you drink? Man, I am keeping it simple this week, Cody. I've already got my bottle open. I'm just sipping on an ice cold bottle of Kurz, brother. Bottle of Kurz Light. Uh huh. We partook uh-huh. in some Kurz Light this weekend as well. We sure did. A couple of couple of what? Sixteen racks of Kurz Light. Were they twelvers? Were they twelve or sixteen? A couple of twelvers. They were the nice little skinny cans. Uh-huh. <laughs> they were the scrawny lights there, <laughs> but they were That's good. That's right. You know, <laughs> they were hit the spot. Absolutely. We drank a ton of Sapporo. What else did we have? We had some, uh, we had the pre- some Gentleman Jack. We had the post, soju. The post-breakfast Natty Lights. Which Dude, the, the, fueled the you, tournament. Brother, the, the Natty Light, it, you haven't lived until you've just sat in the front seat of your car in a, just a Florida parking lot and just bucked down a tall boy getting ready to play cards all day. You haven't lived until you've done that. Really calms the nerves, you know? It does. It really, truly does. And then at lunch break, you just run over and have two for one Long Islands and Michelobes oh, on. Until... It was it was too hot to drink anything other than Mick Ultra. I didn't, here's the thing: I would have done the Long Islands, but man, I I know from last time those margaritas gave me like the worst sugar shits. Like yeah, it's a it's a dangerous game. You know, it was the worst. It was the worst hangover. Last time, last year when we went to Florida, but uh, no, I, I was smart. The Mick Ultra kept it, you know, like I mean, those things go down. They're they're practically just malted water, so they went <laughs> down incredibly smooth. And here we are. Yeah, but now that we got our drinks out of the way, Chris, we can we can pick back up where we were. Uh, Tale yes, of the Tape. Yes, indeed. Uh, looks like it was released um, in 1993, so the the year I was born. Yeah. Yep. By I believe it was a. Uh, it was either um, ADV or manga. Um, I, I want to say it was manga because, like this, I remember this being part of like the same trailer crop that like Ninja Scroll. I, again, that same group of trailers in the early '90s for anime. Uh, Battle Angel Alita was a big part of that. Like, and that's where I had first heard of this. I remember renting this from the movie time up the street from my house, but I don't remember much about that. Um. Because I hadn't watched this movie in a while, but the char- like the character designs, like for a, a damn near like thirty. Well, I mean, this is a thirty-year-old anime, ninety-three. Yeah, this is like a thirty-year-old anime. The animation still actually looks really good. Like it is that if you were to close your eyes and like think of like stereotypical textbook anime, that's what this is. Yeah, I think it. This is this from Madhouse Studio. Um... And Madhouse is responsible for a lot of the films that we've covered here. Mm-hmm. Just looking at, looks like Ninja Scroll, Memories, Perfect Blue, um, obviously this Neo Tokyo, Wicked City. So I imagine that was somewhere, yep. you know, in those in those grouped together anime trailers. Um, yep. Yeah, and I mean, for being such an older anime, not to get too far ahead, like the show still looks fine. Like, yeah, it looked it looked very very solid. Like I said, it's very. It looks like that textbook anime that you would watch, or if you think of the word, if you just think of anime, this is what it looks like. This is anime. This is what the art form looked like textbook for the longest time. Um, and 
the movie itself, again, before we start diving into actually reviewing it, like, it's fine. Um, I don't think, again, I think the dub was not that great. Okay. I also think, I, I just think that the movie itself was, um, it, it just, the, it, it, the pacing was pretty poor. But when you go, when you look at, like, 1993, like, it's everything you want out of, like, an alternative art form. Because again, 93 in the West, this is still very niche. You are the weirdest fucking weirdo if you like anime in 93, so. Yeah, so maybe that maybe that has some stuff to do with the pacing. Maybe they were like, we have to keep people's attention, otherwise they're just going to be like, oh, it's anime. Blech. Exactly, right? exactly. Um, I could easily see that. I, I, I could definitely see that. Um, and unfortunately, um, like, the wiki page has quite a bit about, like, you know, the plot differences between the manga and everything, but there's not really not much about the reception um, of battle, uh-huh. of the Battle Angel OVA, so I'm, I'm actually going to pull that up while you Chris. Yeah, go right ahead, because yeah, ni- uh, 1993 is when... Oh. Yeah. 1993 is when we first uh, when we first got this movie, and um, let's, uh, I guess we can just kind of dive right in and just kind of go over the plot, because it, uh, it all happens quick. Um... You're in, you're introduced to um, Doctor Ito, um, who is a cyber physician um, living in um, I can't remember the name of the city they live in, but it's um, well, Scrap Iron City. Scrap Iron City. Thank which, you so much. Which Chris, is like a dump, basically under the uh, the floating. Ci- <coughs> Excuse me, the floating city. Uh, the floating ci- city called uh, like Zalem. um, Salem. Because yeah. I want to say it was something else. Yeah, um, yeah. We, 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 can, we can start with our... Depending on which translation you've seen of this, there's an ADV translation and then the Viz uh-huh. Media translation. Um, where things change a lot. Uh, yes. <laughs> so, Scrap Iron City... Me and Chris watched the ADV translation yes. on YouTube. Um, I think it's the best quality one you can find on YouTube, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's called Scrap Iron yeah, City in that version. and the Viz translation, it's the Scrapyard. Um, yep. And then, and then you have the float, the floating city, um, which oh, is kind of where. Oh wait, what? I might be getting this a little mixed up. Well, there's so many English dubs, brother. That As like, I say, it's so easy to get them all jumbled. Like, no, it yeah, seems it, like it, it is Salem. Salem is the name. Okay. Um, okay. Because it just seems like there was just a lot of I feel like dubbing, redubbing issues. It was just a problem but, of the times, really. Like, yeah. It, there's like it two dubs was. of like a lot of these old like eighties, nineties animated movies. Like it's just that's just how it and was. Like, oh they these guys problems. got the rights now. Now these guys got the rights. Yeah. Yep. And not only but, that, uh, Chris, not not mm-hmm. to interrupt again, I know I've interrupted oh, please, like four times, but there's uh, a lot. There's a no, please go ahead. There's also issues with the manga dubs. I, I watched a video oh, I've heard that too. After I watched this movie, I got like a suggested YouTube that was like what ruined like the Alita dub or something? It was something along those lines, and I was like, "Oh, I yeah, wonder like if the manga translation was yeah, not like great." I was wondering, like, "Oh, I wonder if they're talking about this movie because I knew this movie was rushed and stuff like that." But no, mm-hmm. it's like the initial scene of her and Hugo like looking up at at Zalem, um, mm-hmm. like in the one she's kind of like you can already see that she's kind of infatuated with him, like she's giving him like the she's in love with him eyes, right? Whereas. Yep, yep. In another edit of the manga, or another dubbing of the manga, it's like she's like thinks his face looks funny. <laughs> very so weird. Just definitely like weird. totally different emotional um, 
like feelings towards each other, even just by a, a different dubbing. It's so weird. Yeah, so, so wild to think. Yeah, so but, um, if you guys also don't know, Alita is called Galley in this version. Um, yeah, which I remember watching that, and it just threw me for a loop. I was like, was it fucking always like that? Dude, I was like, I was like, maybe she just becomes Alita later on or something. Maybe that's like her when she like yeah. gets her memories back or something. I, I had no idea. Mm-hmm. Um, but nope, Cody, because we never get that far. <laughs> but um, but yeah, so the movie just kind of starts with uh with dr ito in the scrapyards and he finds this um this broken like exoskeleton like like a bust of like an exoskeleton um that he takes back home repairs and Cody within 30 seconds this exoskeleton is now galley fully bodied with hair a personality like we don't ever really get a chance to see anything about you know, where this thing possibly... There's really no backstory here. It's just... I, I took this thing home, and now it's put together. Yeah, and they kind of teach us, like, Edo's backstory, kind of as, like, the, the story's kind of unfolding. Um, yeah. Like, like, we learned that Edo is basically, like, this cyber physician, um, basically working on... I, I guess they're technically just cyborgs in this. Um, yep. Very similar cyborgs. to, like, like... if you've seen Cyberpunk Edge Runners, like, it's, like, the doctor in that. That would be... Edo, except less creepy um, compared yeah, to that. With doctor. the exception that e- and Edo is also like a really nice guy. Like he very much like the Good Samaritan. You know, people are like, "Well, I can't pay you for these repairs," and he's just like, "Whatever, man, just pay me when you can." Like, so he's very much a good guy. Um, and then, like, what we really see a lot of, you know, moving forward is we just see a lot of Alita kind of just discovering, um. Just kind of discovering herself and discovering the city, but there's not a whole lot of that in this Cody because like we're immediately like told by I forget the guy's name who's with Edo. He's like, you know, you just make sure you watch out for the guy killing women out there and the and the and the spying thief. Oh, you mean the, the next the, thing we know, the scrunched faced old man. <laughs> yes, because <laughs> he looks and, like I can't remember the dog. What those dogs' names are, but like the dogs that have just like excess skin on their face, like where they oh, just... like little like bulldogs, like pugs. <laughs> he looks yeah. like a bulldog. Yeah, the dude's face is just you can't see his eyes or his mouth. It's just wrinkles moving. Like <laughs> it's like he's like watch out yeah. for the spine thief and the he, he's just like watch out for these problems that are most definitely going to arise in this fifty-five minute right, movie. Right? Yeah. No, no context. <laughs> just hey. You need to watch out for these two things. And Cody, sure as shit, we're almost immediately introduced to, uh, you know, somebody killing a woman in a dark alley. Yeah, and then you're like, oh, okay, so we got our our, our first bad guy, right? Um, yep. And Galley gets introduced. Oh, please go. You're, you're ready to say the exact same thing. We, we briefly are introduced to a character named Hugo, who I guess is doing some repairs in Dr. Ito's lab. Like, almost like he's almost like a chimney sweep. Kind yeah, of. He, he's just like a... a like a friend of the family, really. Um, and, you know, he's doing maintenance work. He dreams, and he tells Galley um, that he, it's his dream to go to Zalem. Zalem is this floating city in the sky. They're down in Scrap Iron City. And basically, Zalem, like the scrapyard that Edo was at, is basically just like everything that the people in Zalem didn't want. Just, just dump it. Just dumped down on there. Um, yep, just garbage shot down into just this massive landfill. Yeah, which takes up. I want to say like it's like the heart of the of Scrap Iron City. Yeah, and, and so like you know you can kind of already see as you go and uh, 
Gally or Alita, whatever. We're probably going to mix her name up quite a few times throughout this. We'll just call her Alita. Um, yeah. But, like, when they go off to, like, this abandoned factory, like, you could see that she kind of has the hots for him, even though she is, mm-hmm. like like we said, she's just a cyborg. Um, mm-hmm. but we they get don't the... even know each other really yet. Yeah, and, I mean, like, they run off to this factory, and the next thing you know, Chris, they're, like, at the top of this building, and then they fall, and then... Galley catches, or Alita catches Yugo. Like, and Yugo's him. like, God damn, you weigh a ton and you're like super strong. Oh my God, yeah, what's going like, on? Yeah, he's wondering about her because he, obviously he he doesn't really know the full st- full scoop on everything. But then that's when they have their kind of like heart-to-heart moment where he tells him that it's his dream to go to the floating city and all this stuff. Um, yeah, but she's like, I don't really know... You know, all of my stuff, my name, everything, it's all made up. Like, you know, she doesn't really know anything about herself, really. Um, and then I want to say, Cody, when she gets home, that's when, uh, like, she wakes up and Dr. Ito's coming back in. Yeah, yeah, she catches him out. coming in home late at night, and she's she wondering what's going on with that. Also, I kind of forgot to mention, when, when the kids run off to this abandoned factory to get a better look of Zalem, um, uh-huh. another character arrives, Chirin. And Chirin is another yes. uh, cyber physician, much like Dr. Ito. Um, they both it definitely have, seems like she has a past with him. Yeah, they both have that mark on their forehead, which means that at one point they were on Zayla. Um, and so they sit mm-hmm. down for a drink together, and basically her, much much like Hugo, uh, she is obsessed with returning to Zalem, and she's basically meeting up with Ito to try and, like, hey, let's try to make our way back. Like, you could be the best doctor on Zalem. Like... Let's try to get back to Zalem, and he's just like, no. Ito's like, nah, I'm kind of chilling down here. Like, yeah, life's good. Yeah, he, he, I'll have a coke. Yeah, he's like, I'm doing fine down here. Not interested. And mm-hmm. she asks, he's like, one. She's like, this is the last time I'm gonna ask. He's like, do your thing. Hey, like, go fuck yourself. He tells her not to get involved with the factory, which the factory is basically. I think they're just like the ones in control of everything. Yeah, it's from what I could gather about. I mean, they can't explain everything in 55 minutes, but it seems like the factory is kind of the ones that are in control. They're the ones putting up bounties on the criminals. And they, yep. they're kind yeah, of running the show. you have to infer a lot. Yeah. And so, yeah. You have to infer a lot. Yeah. And so, obviously, Alito, she caught Ito coming back in the one night, and then she noticed he was injured the next morning, and she's kind of curious about that. So the next night comes, and she decides to follow him. Um, yep, and because we, we see another gal getting hunted down in an alley, and uh, we are met with, uh, I forget the names, we have uh, Rasha and uh, Grukika, 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 whatever his name is. Yeah, he's but, basically um, like one of our main <laughs> our main villains yeah. of, the, of Gru- the movie. Gru- Grukikas are one of our big ones. Rasha just gets fucking dumpstered here by Ido, who, uh, who uh, you know, arrives to save the girl. And, you know, he announces to them that he's a, uh, he's a hunter warrior. Um, and he breaks out his fucking rocket hammer and just fucking just takes Rasha to the cleaners. Um, but Grukika is just, you know, big, dumb, just big, dumpy, old, big robot who kind of gets the drop on Ido, but Gally is there to save the day. Actually, no, Gally kills, Gally shows up, kills Rasha. Yeah, because Rasha, and, like, stabs him. That's right, that's right. Um, yeah, and then Gally or Alita, Grukika. whatever whatever we call her, <laughs> um, she shows up and fucking punches Rasha's head clean off, and they're like, I don't know how these cyborgs work, but there's like blood everywhere every time one of these things gets hurt. So it's like, Dude. I don't know if it's 
I don't know how cyborgs work in this world, but it this is quite a, a gory movie for uh, at a few moments. Um, yep, and so Rasha gets killed, and then she like basically rips off Grukuka's arm and just throws him down like a sewer shaft. But she also is very like very aggressive and just really loves like the the lust of battle and fighting and like just really wanted to kill this guy. And Ito Ed- definitely takes notice of that. Yeah, she's um, like, I almost had him, or like, it, and it's not very opposite of her, like, cheerful spirit that we've seen, you know, in the previous five minutes. <laughs> Absolutely. Right, exactly. Exactly. The way we're explaining it, Chris, we're not going off the pace of the movie. Like, the, the this is like, I don't know, seven minutes into the movie that all this happens. Yeah. Like, we are... It is very quick. Yeah, and these fight scenes, I think this is like the second longest fight scene, and it clocks in at like a minute. Like, <laughs> yeah, if that. The movie just flies by. Um, exactly, because then now they so now Ito takes Rasha's head to the factory to collect the bounty, and then just kind of tells you know Alita what he you know what it means to be a hunter warrior, and well since now Alita is now starting to realize that there's something inside of her that wants to fight and kill, she's like, well now I want to be a hunter warrior, and of course Ito's like, no, that's you know you'll sully your beautiful hands, and you know you're too beautiful for that. You're too perfect for that. And she's like, well, she just, ah, 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 just runs off. Yeah. Exactly how the scene goes, too. Um, hey, Chris, we get... We... Sorry, oh. my phone just went off. Uh, uh, we're good, we're good. I say, Chris, you got... <laughs> Chili's calling. They're like, where you guys been? Oh, that's right. That's right. <laughs> we're worried about you. We haven't seen you in a few days. <laughs> uh, but yeah, and then, we, Chris, we pick back up with the old girl cheering. and uh, Yeah. She's doing. She's bumping uglies with this evil guy with named Mr. Vector. Vector. Yeah, Mr. Vector. Uh, this guy just looks like a fucking like. Uh, he just looks shady. Like the, the guy is clearly up to no good, and of course mm-hmm. he he's telling Sheeran that you know if he if she does this job for him, he can get her to up to Zalem, and it's like like she clearly just trusts him because she's willing to do anything to get back to Zalem. Um, that ba- is literally his only bargaining chip in the entire movie. Whenever he yeah. wants somebody for something, he's like, oh, yeah, you'll get up to Salem. No problem. It's fine. Just do this thing for me. Yeah. And unfortunately, Chirin and Hugo just continuously fall for his tricks. Um, yeah, he basically has her. She's in charge of upgrading these Coliseum gladiators that he has. Basically, just these cyborg bad guys. Yeah, which is kind of a big like source of entertainment. Down yeah. there in old uh, in old cyber uh, old cyber city, iron, scrap iron city. Yeah, they, um, you, you see like TVs with like I guess like boxing matches between these gladiators. They're, yeah. they're just having fights basically. Um, mm-hmm. We see our so, you know, old boy Grukuka. Yeah, old boy Grukuka shows up, and uh, he is worse for wear. He is pretty uh, pretty busted. He's just like, you know, I need you to fix me so I can go kill that bitch. Yeah, Ido and, she's like, Ido and his cybernetic chick Galley or Alita, depending on the dub again. Um, and then of course Chiran's like, Oh, that's Ido's girl. He's like, Well she's like, Well, I gotta beat Ido, blah blah blah, makes him some fancy new arm the, mm-hmm. the fingers shoot out, you know, it's I don't know. She I don't she, she's just making a uh just a, she has a laundry list of bad decisions that she just continuously makes. Um unfortunately. Yep. Yep, and then the next morning, um, you know, Ido realizes that, you know, she she can be her own person, and Ga- uh, Alita goes down and joins the uh, joins the Hunters Guild and becomes a warrior, a hunter warrior. Um, 
and befriends a dog on the way home, Cody. Which is, you know, that poor dog. Yeah, they just fucking... Poor, poor dog. They just set us up for this, Chris. You see this dog, and then, of course, Yali and Ido reunite, and they're happy. You know, he he accepts her decision to become a hunter-warrior. Now they got a pup. Um, Yep. And he's like, well, come on, let me take you to the uh, the hangout where all the other hunters go. I mean, it's probably smart to, you know, introduce you to everybody so they're aware of who you are. And as they head on down to the, uh, you know, they're heading down the stairs, um... Old fucking Grukaka standing there at the top. Of the, they're heading down to the entrance. Old Grukaka standing right there at the top of the stairs. He's like, "I'm back, baby." Yeah. I'm, you know, like just right. He keeps calling her baby. He said, and, <laughs> "That's probably the other worst part of the dub is he says baby like fucking fifteen times in this like dude, two minutes." And of course, <laughs> and this is this is the hardest part in the movie to watch because like the dog is barking at him and he the dog kind of runs up at him a little bit, keeps barking. And he just fucking eviscerates the dog. Like, we're talking intestines flying out. And it's like, brother, you didn't have to show that. Like, that was the, that's the part of the movie that hurts the most. Yeah, the, the new pup, you know, he just got him. And this guy just fucking mm-hmm. shoots out his fucking Dr. Octopus hands and just shreds this dog apart. Right. Um, well, if you've got another 15 seconds, she just wipes her fingers in the dog's blood, wipes it on her face, and proceeds to just absolutely just fucking destroy this guy. After they go, of course, to a to a neutral battle site. Yeah, they go um, they go to like a ring. There, it's just a, a a scrap a scrapyard in the scrapyard, basically. Um, yeah, for scrappy for scrapping in the scrapyard. Yeah, and we, and we get the fucking orgasm fight. <laughs> oh my god! The whole time they're fighting, just like, <laughs> and uh, it lasts for. I mean, this fight's only like fifteen seconds, and he just. She just beats the fucking shit out of him. Like, fucks up his arm, cuts him in half, and just, you know, force, like, fucks up his little rotor blade things that he has, which forces him, like, which, when he tries to use it, it ends up fucking up his arm. Yeah, it's just, it's just a real quick, like, it's not even a fight, brother. She he, she just beats the shit out of him. Yeah, and, and it's all being watched by uh, this unknown hunter-warrior, who uh, apparently his name is Gime? 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 Yeah. He, he's Gime, the guy with the cool hat that. on. That's just off yes. in the shadows, and you're like, okay, that's got to be like the big bad, right? Um, mm-hmm. But of course, Chiron admits her defeat, and she's like, I- I'll get vengeance for this. Um, yeah. So they leave, and that's basically kind of like Alita says that she's going to remain herself no matter how many changes she gets, like how many upgrades or whatever she gets. Not that we see her get any upgrades, because we don't have time right. for that in this 55-minute movie. Um, mm-hmm. But the only other thing that we kind of brushed over is... We see Yugo is actually the one that's stealing cyborg spines. So it yeah, turns out that's actually how the first half of this ends. Um, you see them sticking somebody up for their uh, for their spine, and it's actually Yugo's doing it for Vector. Yeah, so Yugo is, is the, the spinal thief, and then of course Grukago was the one that was chasing after the girls uh-huh. and all that stuff. And then that's the, ep- the end of episode one. Episode one's called Rusty Angel, and then we begin the second half called Here's Sign. Um, uh-huh. and it kind of picks up like we see Yugo and Tanji. Uh, Tanji's basically Yugo's partner in this uh-huh. stealing spines from cyborgs crime thing. <laughs> um, and so and we get to see that Vector is there. Vector is who they're working for because he kills the cyborg. Yugo and Tanji basically they just they steal the spines and then they leave them there to live because like they're cyborgs. All they gotta do is get another spine and they'll be okay. Um, mm-hmm. But Vector's like gotta eliminate the witnesses. Yep. And then, like, while while you know 
Hugo is, of course, being has that dang, that carrot dangled in front of him about getting to Zalem. And, you know, every time he's like, well, if I keep doing this, will it get me to Zalem? Will it get me to Zalem? And he's like, yeah, 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 that's fine. Don't worry about that. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, Zalem. You got it, brother. Um, Here, have a drink. He's like, You'll get to go to exactly. Zalem. Just drink that. <laughs> good, exactly. Gets him good and schnookered and just kind of drops him off. And, you know, right there where uh, Alita is and... You know, she, like, gets mad. Oh, you got him drunk. Uh, you old fucking next time you gotta go through me, mister. Gives him the old the old speech. Um, That's right. But, you know, he, he did turn down the role. Uh, sort. It says he turned down the role to, to work for Vector, but he, he still kind of works for Vector. Like, he, he just wants yeah. to have this. He, he's got to get, I think it's like 10 million chips as the money is in this in this show. That's that. Yep. That's how much he needs to go to Zalem, supposedly, right? Um, yep. And so she starts helping him out. She starts, you know, the bounty she collects. She just kind of starts collecting yeah. that money to help him realize his dream. Yeah, Chris. Not not only that. Like she says, you go on his bed. And she's like, how much more do you need to go to Zalem? And he doesn't uh-huh. even answer the question. We are just next. We are just seeing like. Alita just take out criminals and stack up money and take out criminals. I'm like, this movie is moving so fast. Like, just so fast. Um, yeah, and, and then, in the next and then scene. <laughs> the very next scene, it's Hugo trying to steal another spine from this, this hunter-warrior that's disguised. Yeah, the um, guy in the hat. Oh, is that the same guy in the hat? It's, uh, yeah, this is, um, I, I forget what his name is. Um, the Pan? It looks like the Pan, yeah. Sure. Yeah, I mean, not the, yeah. most of these characters don't even get names. Like, and if they do, yeah. I wasn't listening too hard. Um, yeah. Which is kind of funny because this this guy in the live action movie is actually really fucking cool. He's actually like a really cool character. Again, I, I I'm gonna go ahead and say it, and I said what I said. I think the live action movie is way better than this, like by a fucking mile. But um, yeah. So we got the hunter killer with the with the hat. Uh, pretend uh just basically pretending to be one of uh Hugo's customers because the way Hugo like lures him in is he's like, Hey, you need a lube job? <laughs> I got lube jobs. I'm passing <laughs> out lube jobs in the street, brother. <laughs> he said that and I was cracking up. I was like, Hold on. Dude, I was dying. I was like, brother, was lube like... <laughs> job. Hold on, I'll take two. <laughs> and uh as soon as he goes for the spine, uh uh Zapan just turns around and just kills the other guy. Like just yeah, cuts Ta- him right in half. Poor Tanji just takes a fucking L. Just big time now. He just gets chalked right here, right here in the alleyway. Um, and he's ready to fucking kill uh Hugo, but Hugo like gets him with a uh like like a little um yeah, like he... a little like a little Molotov cocktail, right? Like, yeah. And is able to get away from him, but uh he knows the name, and he's like, "Well, don't worry, I'll fucking find you. I'll find you, Hugo." And I'm trying to think if there's something that uh yeah, because unfortunately, wants... unfortunately, Tanji says. Hugo's name, so Zapan knows. Yeah. Hugo's, so like, he can now tell the factory and they'll put a bounty on on his head. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then, then I want to say there's a... Uh, then you man, go... This is where it gets this a little the, jumbled here. Oh, wait, that's because we're moving at 100 miles a minute. Um, uh-huh. And next thing you know, Hugo hits a Vector who's fucking copping a feel on Chirin. Um, and basically... Of course. Tells Classic. Hugo, he's like, bring all of your money that you've saved to my office. Uh, <laughs> and then you know the next thing you see we see fucking um uh, we we do see like a a brief like coliseum champ like get crowned mm-hmm. on on the TV screen but it's kind of like hard to even pay attention to that but this new champ is Zariki 
uh, because Grukaka's gone, mm-hmm. and Grukaka was, I guess, the reigning champion. Um, I, Which, I, that's really cool that you can just, you know, the, the fucking Coliseum champion is just, you know, you don't, do you just not recognize him after you fuck after you fucking kill somebody, you know? It's a weird world down in the scrapyard. Or down in scrap Dude, it's hard times, daddy. Hard times in the scrapyard. Yeah, and then, um... But we digress. Uh, I, I can't remember. The, they see, like, some, like, news article or something where they see Alita... And Sheeran obviously recognizes her, and Vector's like, oh, I'm going to have her fight in my Coliseum. She'll be this battle angel. The yeah, title. that's right. We'll call her the battle angel. Exactly. Which never comes to fruition. Never. Never once. Um, but he gives Sheeran the new mission, and, you know, he promises she'll get to go to Salem if she succeeds uh, yep. of, you know, tracking down Alita. Um, and so... And then, uh, uh, I want to say, like, soon after this, isn't there all where now all of a sudden, like, Hugo's face appears on every TV screen as the spinal killer. Yeah, yep. Yeah, like, I think Gally and Ido are just, like, walking down the street. And, mm-hmm. and Ido's like, I thought you weren't doing this for the money. And she's like, well, I'm saving money to go to Salem. Um, and then that's when they see, like, his, his bounty go up. And so Gally mm-hmm. basically heads off to look for Hugo. Um, and Sheeran... She can't believe that it's him. She's like, this has got to be a mistake. Yeah, and of course Sheeran sees her, follows her. Um, and they head back to that same abandoned factory um, from the first episode, and mm-hmm. you see Hugo. He's got his money hid. He's he's five hundred thousand dollars short of the ten million chips he needs. Um, and Gally kind of like, he's like, "Please tell me this isn't true." And Hugo's like, "It's true. Like I, I'm I'm getting to Salem. Like blah blah blah." He's like, "I'm not giving up on this dream." Um, mm-hmm. And then Alita, then you get like the backstory about his sister-in-law and his brother. Yeah, so you get a. Yeah, you get a she, crazy backstory. He notices like the scar on his wrist, and you see like his brother wanted to go to Salem as well, and he he made an airship, which of course is against the law. Um, and you know when he he made this airship, he, then he had a bounty out on his head, and by the time it was built, uh, the warrior hunter Gime. So Gime and Zapan are actually two different people. Yes, although they both wear big hats and. I don't know. You know, <laughs> you know what? It's fine. I don't even know if we see the end of Zapan's life at the, in the in this show. But regardless, um, the the hat guy is the guy that killed his older brother and gave him the scar. And you know, then of course, Alita she confesses her love for for Hugo. They have a nice smooch, um, only to be interrupted well, like the moment they step outside. <laughs> yep. And of course, once you're, uh, she's out there, um, like, look, che- uh, Cheerin is out there, like, she has, like, this hologram of, like, her and Ido, so she's kind of, like, she's hearing what they're saying, that kind of thing. Yeah, she can, she can relate. Um, yeah. But of course, they step outside the factory, and the, game, the same warrior that attacked his family shows up, Gime, or, I think Hugo mm-hmm. runs outside mm-hmm. first, and, um, I'm trying to remember. He just heads outside, and then, like, you hear him scream, and, of course, Alita runs to his aid. Gime is standing yep. over Hugo, and his, his arm's cut off. He's fucking pool of blood. Um, mm-hmm. He goes to swing at her. She catches his sword. Electricity goes everywhere, and he gets struck by lightning, and he's dead. Mm-hmm. And that's literally... Pretty much, that's, that's, that's it. That's that, that is the entire fight scene. Like, there's a couple moments where she dodges some sword swings, but, like... <laughs> yeah, that's less than two seconds of the fight. Yeah. Um... Yeah, ass whoopings are handled yeah. in this show. Like there is no, there is no ifs or ands about it. They're just yeah. 
they get into a scrap, someone is dead within the minute, within like the 30 seconds that they meet. Yeah, this isn't like a Naruto filler where they wait three episodes for the guy to finally get hit with the Rasengan. gun. No, just, brother, they, they do not is, talk. There is, is no talking. Show up. Just, ah, and show dead. up, people's elbow. One, two, three. Thanks. That's right. <laughs> WrestleMania's over. That's right. <laughs> But yeah, and then of course Alita's holding Hugo and he's all fucked up and she's wondering if she can save him. Um, she looks back as Chiron's standing behind them. And then we go to the next scene. Alright, now we're back at Ido's house and uh, Yali has now hooked up Hugo's head and his body like to her some like, some parts of her. Uh, obviously this was Chiron that actually did this to like keep him alive. And so Edo slaps him on a cyborg body. Um, yeah, that that that's it. And then fucking Hugo runs off. Like the next scene, like Hugo like gets just runs away. Um, yep. And then she uh, and then she runs off, and and then she runs after him. And then they we're back at the next scene where Chiron's basically telling Vector that Hugo was killed by a hunter warrior, and that she can't find uh, Alita. Um. And, then and Vector basically tells her, now, Vector yep. tells her that he's going to send her to Zalem, supposedly. Well, definitely not in the way that she wants. Yeah, and so of course, um, th- this is where Hugo like wakes up from his surgery and then runs off. Um, so mm-hmm. Yali ba- or Alita goes after him while Ido he sees Hugo's bag of chips and he knows Vector's behind it. So Ido goes to confront confront Vector. Um, mm-hmm. And he discovers uh, what's left of Chirin, which is, I mean, it was just moments ago. She was fine. Now it's just, she's just organs she, and body parts this, and jars and shit. Preservation yep. tubes. Um, yep. So she's going to Salem, but just in pieces. Yeah. Yeah, and then, of course, Vectory hits the button in his big bad. His new champion of the of the gladiators, Zariki, comes out from behind the screen. Um and Ido just fucking annihilates Zariki, cuts him in half, and, like, part of his body, like, flies off and hits Vector and stabs through him, killing both of them. So Ido just goes in there and just fucking... Yeah, just fucking one swing. Just Jose Canseco, one swing, yeah. and just kills them all. Yeah, just a nice... <laughs> another 40-second fight here. Yeah. Um, and then, Chris, we get... What I think... It, like, I think this movie just ends fucking horribly. I think this oh, yeah? is dog shit. Um, he's literally, Hugo is literally climbing up the factory tubes to get to Zalem. Alita goes after him. He yeah. gets, like, knocked off by a gust of wind. <laughs> no, there's a... And there, then just dies. There's, like, this defense mechanism on the pipes, right? Mm-hmm. That, like, has blades on it. And he's, like, looking at it come towards him. And then he, like, I guess he jumps late because the next thing you see is him with no feet because they've been chopped off by this mm-hmm. blade. And, you know, then... She goes up there after him, and she's like, "And she's like, we can figure this out together." She's like, "You're my dream, blah blah blah." Uh-huh. And like then, we like, just met, brother. While they're having this nice little heart-to-heart conversation, uh, you see another ring coming down. And she, but before she can warn him in time, he gets fucking rinsed again by this same fucking ring. <laughs> <laughs> she fucking sticks the knife in the pipe and like catches him. But then his arm breaks and he like just falls to his death. And it's like, He's like, yeah, like he says like goodbye, don't forget me or some shit. Yeah, just dead. Some corny little phrase. And then Chris, yeah. I mean, you blink and they have a hot air balloon thing with a basket, and it's got Hugo's arm and Sheeran's earring in it, and they release it to Xylem and the credits roll. Yeah, that's it. 
And that's literally as fast as they hit. Like, they end this thing as soon as they fucking can. Um, mm-hmm. and yeah, that's a wrap. Well that's, done, that's, everybody. <laughs> that's the Battle Angel OVA. So, um, obviously, we just kind of sprinted through the storyline much as they did. Well, that's uh, right. That's right. Because <laughs> literally the way we described it is how it's actually shot. It's a scene... Chris, now it's the next Chris, scene. our runtime of this scene. podcast is almost longer than the movie already. <laughs> like, See, it's, there you like, go. The movie just fucking cruises by. And I don't... Yeah. And I don't... I'm sure there was... I'm sure there was some, like, restrictions on how long they could have it last. But, man, this movie sure. could have used another 20 minutes just to spend some time, like... Yeah. Watching Ido build Alita. You know, figure... Building up these these gladiators maybe a little bit more other than just, like... You see a scene on the TV, and it's like, no, that's actually important what's happening on that TV. Um, well, guess what, Cody? All the things that you're complaining about, guess what they have in the live-action movie? Literally all of this. There's well, a lot. Like we, it fle- It's all fleshed out, brother. Well, and hopefully Zapan and Gime, cause they're, apparently they're two different characters, because I, I guess okay. we just never know what happens to Zapan. Mm-hmm. Um, who is the guy that uh, Yugo hits with the... The Molotov cocktail thing. Because mm-hmm. the other guy is Gime. So like, okay. I hope in the movie those are just one character, because I think it's a little... Because like, they're both practically the same guy, they're just a face with a giant like cyborg body. Because uh, in the movie, Zapan is like the top hunter. He is the guy. And the guy who plays him is that he was the villain in Deadpool, the first Deadpool movie. It's that guy. Okay. Um... Yeah, it's yeah. He was also now, in, like, Gime the transporter. Now is also in the reloaded. movie, or do you remember? I don't remember because um. I, I wonder if I they know... just cut him out because like it's well, very. Well, Grukaka e- is a big villain in the movie as well. Like Grukaka, I think is there through like the whole um not through the no he's he gets up um because I don't think he kills the dog in the um but like the fight with him and Alita like in the sewers is actually really fucking dope. Like the fight scenes in that movie are so good. They're so good. Yeah. Yeah, and fortunately I haven't seen the movie. Um, but I think oh, the runtime on the movie is like double. Yeah, I think it literally is just double. Um mm-hmm. which I mean <laughs> that makes me happy because And the big difference is like the gladiators are more it's almost more like a like a rollerball, like roller derby kind of thing versus like MMA, like Coliseum fighting. Okay, interesting. Which is fine. Like, it, it absolutely fits. Yeah, I, I think we just needed a little bit more time because they're trying to show you this world and they're trying to do all these characters and it's 55 minutes, really only like 50 when it comes down to it. Like, uh-huh. there just isn't enough time to... I mean, like I said, he, he finds the bo- body. Next thing you know, here's Alita. All right, here's Hugo. All right. Why is Ito sneaking out? Oh, here's the villains. 20-second fight. All right, I want to become a hunter. Okay. Did you know Hugo was the spine thief? Cool, doesn't matter. Um, bad guy. Another 20-second fight. Bad guy fight. makes villain. Villain fight. Bad guy. Bad guy makes another villain. Villain fight. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. Right. Roll credits. <laughs> Everyone's dead except for the main two characters. Cool. Sounds great. See you next time. Yeah, like, we just needed more time. I, I think the animation was fine. I didn't hate the dub. The only thing I did... <laughs> Didn't like was he was like oh, yeah. and the the gasm fight and the and the baby <laughs> like he just continued to say that um baby yeah and yeah it wasn't I don't know I I also wish the movie was just easier to watch 
Um, uh-huh. But I'm sure there's some, like, I'm sure they, like, lost the rights or something. I'm sure there's just oh, a, big, yeah. a big whole mess, especially when there's multiple translations of mm-hmm. the movie and the manga. Like, it's just... Mm. But, uh, but with that being said, Cody, where do we put this on our rankings? Oof. Let me pull up the rankings here, Chris. Yeah. I, I mean, I already know where mine's going, because, like I said, I didn't hate the movie. But I, I, I definitely think it wasn't, like, definitely better viewed through those rose-colored lenses, um, as okay. I said at the top of this thing. So it's probably going to be down there pretty low. So um, what was the last thing we covered? The last thing we did was... Um, uh, was it the place promised in our early days? It sure was. You need our most recent list? I can send you that. Nope, because uh, I know exactly where this one's going. Okay. Um, this one is actually going to go right above... Actually, no. Hmm, boy, this is tough. It's. I mean, it's down here. It might actually go below Demon City Sinjuku. Okay. It'll be my new, like, number 31, 32, or something like that. Yeah, I know our numbers are a little a little off mm-hmm. here, because, once again, I, I haven't updated. But under Demon well, City right. Shinjuku, just above Fireworks. Um, yes. Definitely on the lower half of the spectrum, unfortunately. 100%. Um, and, I, and I think the pacing is what does it. Like, Yeah. It just needs a little bit more time to flesh some things Cook. out. Cook. Because I, I, think, I think what they're doing is a good story. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, It's just... We're, we're we're flying, man. The, yeah. There aren't there are no brakes in this car. It's just all gas. <laughs> like yeah, which normally you would think it would be a good thing. You know, it's all action, but it's just because uh, even the action has no has no brakes. It's all gas. <laughs> yeah, like... they, they go they go through the action too quick. Yeah, which is unfortunate. Um, and but it it makes me excited to watch the um the live action's amazing. It's absolutely yeah. amazing. Yeah, I'm definitely excited. It will, it will hands down be the best live action we've watched. Okay, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely it's excited a no for contest. that. Yeah, I think for me, I'm going to put it in a pretty similar spot. I'm actually going to put it um, just under Jujutsu Kaisen Zero, um, yeah. which I know a lot of people like that movie for, you know, whatever reason. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> but it, it's it's essentially the same spot, just above Fireworks and Bubble. Um, yep. I think I just wanted some more time with it. Unfortunately, we didn't get that. Um, obviously, we get double the runtime on the fucking live action, so we got that at least. Um, yeah, it, it was a fun little watch. If you guys haven't I seen, didn't it, I, I said didn't hate it. Yeah, I watched it twice in like the last three days. So, well, fuck you. I watched it twice in the last like four hours. So. And, it, and it was more just because I was like, man, I, I think I at, at this point I took a drink of my water and I. <laughs> And I missed an entire fight scene. Like, mm-hmm. And, you know, that's how it... I mean, when a movie The only way you know they're moving... fighting is when they... Oh, go ahead. Like, all, you know a fight scene's going on when all you hear is... Ah! Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, it just moved way too fast. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I'm, I'm definitely glad I watched it. Yeah, it's, it's worth watching. It's just a, you know, just a trip down, like, anime memory lane. Which um, I think I think you mentioned before we even recorded. I think you said this was like one of the, like the first that you would like, like yeah. one of the first that you had watched. So um, it, it was. It was definitely like in the first like five anime movies that I had ever watched. Because you know in '93, it's like, oh man, Battle Angel Elite is so cool. 
It's like, and I love like the the synthy like cyberpunky soundtrack. Like the the movie has the very nostalgic feel that I like. But like once like once you pay attention to the movie, you're like, oh oh boy, this ain't great. Yeah, like I I have no problems with it other than I just needed more time with it. Yeah, um, you get that with the live action. Yeah, because so. I mean it was like, oh, Cheeran's got a new mission. Oh, Jiren's organs. All right. Um, oh, here's the Colossus Gladiator guy. Oh, Vector's dead. All right. Uh, Hugo just <laughs> keeps getting hit by these fucking rings. Like, Hugo, the rings are coming again, brother. <laughs> Jump. Move <laughs> out of the way. <laughs> I don't know. But that was, that's the, Chris, that's the 43rd movie we've covered on this uh, on this cast. Brother. I just corrected my Love numbers that. on my half of our rankings. So oh, nice. I have Alita at... 34. Nice. Definitely towards the bottom, unfortunately. Yeah, but... very similar places for both of us. Because, I mean, it is what it is. Our gripes with it are the same. So. Yeah. And also, it was weird calling her Galley. <laughs> Ga- yeah, that, that threw I, I me know. for a loop. I, I don't definitely know. don't remember that. I don't know how... And I know it's only in the one um, mm-hmm. dubbing of it, but... Alita is such a cooler name. It's a much better name. Yeah. How did we even get to Galley? I don't care if that was what the manga had. I, we do not care. Call her yeah. Alita. Such a cool, way cooler name. Way cooler. Um, it's not. It's a no contest on that one. Um, but yeah, it looks like you have it at number thirty-two on your list. Yep. After and that's that's that's. I think that's r- perfect for it. So. Yeah. And so, um, definitely looking forward to covering the live action. Um, but like we said at the top of this thing, we are going to be slipping in uh, Suzume for next week. So if you guys haven't seen Suzume, now is pretty much your last week to see it. Because at least yeah. where I'm at, the last showing is on like May 2nd. So uh-huh. if you guys haven't seen Suzume in theaters and you want to, uh, obviously the best way to watch anime is in theaters, of course. Absolutely. Um, so if you haven't checked it out, be sure to go check it out. And uh, we'll be covering that next week. Yeah, Chris, that's that's all I got, brother. That is all I've got too. It's been a been a long week of casting, and drinking, and cards. I am spent. I am spent as well. Well, guys, as always, thanks for tuning in to Shonen Insuds. I am Cody Snodgrass, and I am Chris Adams. And thanks for joining us for this breakneck paced episode.